0: And now, for the review of the day, MD Realder. These podcasts are great. Pat is so down to earth and knows the right questions to ask. The variety of interviews offer great advice for new agents and seasoned agents as well. Just what I need to give my business a boost. Great job, Pat. Five stars. Thank you, MD Realder. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember... I eat feedback for breakfast, so give me a one-star review if you want, or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first, and then leave us a review, or wherever you're listening. Okay, Rockstar Nation, I have a great guest coming from Denver, Colorado. I got Miss Maria Vitale on the line, and uh, she is turning heads in Denver and making things happen, and we're going to find out how she is selling more houses and making more money. And uh, so without further ado, Maria, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars.
1: Thank you. I'm honored to be here.
0: Hey, Maria, why don't you tell our audience about yourself so they can get to know you better?
1: So I've been selling real estate full-time for probably 10, 12 years. I am a single mom in Denver, Colorado of two amazing boys, and I, I love my job. <laughs> I enjoy doing what I do.
0: That's awesome. Well, this is, this is going to be inspirational for all the single moms or single parents out there that are also juggling real estate careers because I know that's difficult. So let's talk about some nitty-gritties. Like, How many houses did you sell last year?
1: Last year, I don't know, year to date, probably about 40 last year, year to date, I'm probably at 31 and I probably have eight more under contract.
0: So you're banging it out. I mean, you're going to sell, you know, 70, 80 houses this year. Do you do it that all by yourself? Do you have a team? How's that broken down?
1: No, it's just me. I do have a transaction manager at Sotheby's is great and, and assists me with that. I do have a personal assistant as well.
0: Oh that's great okay so I want to find out about that because that's certainly a lesson here for all single moms or or single dads or anybody you know it can be delegated household stuff can be delegated as well as real estate stuff so you have one personal assistant no buyer agents things like that which is incredible I'm nope. sure that helps a lot with your profit margin and stuff so what would you one of the things we ask here is what is your eCI your ego commission income or as most call it, your GCI, gross commission income?
1: You know, it it varies, honestly, on the amount of hours that we want to work. That's the great thing about our industry is we get to control that. I've taken a lot of time off. I think once this year, I think we're at 350 in GCI. It's more important to me time with my family, personal time, and, you know, just to be here with my children, enjoy them. So we're just coming out of the summer months. Today's actually the first day of school. For both of my boys so I think you know a lot of people so much focus on GCI and I I think I did answer your question but I think it's the time that we have at the end of the day that really matters or at the end of it when I look back I don't think I'm gonna be worried about did I sell more houses I'm gonna be worried about did I devote every minute that I possibly could to every summer with my boys
0: all right, sounds good, Maria. So so let's talk about some nitty-gritty about, you know, what it's like to sell the, the way that you do because I think that you know, clearly, you know, just having one assistant, I'm sure you do you know what your profit margin is on that 350? I would say
1: probably 80% of that.
0: Yeah. So, you know, $270,000, $280,000. So that, and and that's an awesome income for someone who's juggling two boys. How, How old are your boys?
1: They're 12 and 10.
0: That's awesome. Okay. So tell me how you do it. Let's just talk about how you do it. Like, what does your day look like? How do you organize your day? How do you balance with your personal assistant? And how do you balance with your, you know, homemaker assistant?
1: So uh, on a daily basis, honestly, I have a very strict routine. I wake up every morning. I um, say my prayers. I say my gratitude. I write two note cards. I make 10 phone calls and I prepare breakfast, get the kids off to school, and then I'm off to the office. It's pretty much every morning is like that.
0: Wow. So you make 10 phone calls before before you get your kids up.
1: I do. Usually, sometimes they're in the form of a text. Sometimes they are just a message leaving them, you know, hi, how are you? Hope you're having a good day. I just want to let you know the inspection results will be in. Whatever the day-to-day grind is, I try to just update every client in our database or every client that we are currently working transaction on, take the kids to school, and then I touch my sphere. I begin with working my sphere.
0: So you're not worried about them being asleep or whatever. You, as a matter of fact, you, it may help you. They get they wake up and they get a bing. You know, oh, it's Maria or or there's a message on there for Maria. Wow, she's starting early. She's a go getter.
1: Yes, my intention is just to prepare them for what is coming for the day, so that you know they're prepared. Every buyer and seller. This is the biggest deal in their life right now. This is their biggest purchase. In their world, this is the biggest thing they have going on. So when they choose us as the expert, if we are constantly providing them value, keeping them informed, trying to look 20 feet into the transaction, we we become the expert. And they rely on us so much That it makes us look better, but it also puts us in control because we know what's coming. So it's not so much about how we look, but are we providing value to the client?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so then the kids get sent off to school. You make breakfast. You send them off to school. Now what?
1: So I send the kids off to school. I go into the office. I work on you know, because in the morning I work on my business. In the afternoons, I work in my business. Not sure if you're familiar with who Larry Kendall is. He, he runs Ninja Installation. He has this exact formula on how to do this, and it's very strategic. So, you know, in the morning I, I literally go in, work on what needs to be done, inspections, objections, amendments, contracts. I really think, look through the MLS, and I look at the new inventory and I say, okay, this just hit, maybe this house will be a good fit for Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I will send that property to them and be proactively moving. I recently put a deal under contract where my clients just renovated their kitchen. They spent $120,000 in renovation. But when I saw this property on MLS, I sent it to them and they said, Maria, that's the perfect house for us. So we went and we saw it and they said, why don't you, why don't you take 24 hours just to think about it? Even after $120,000 renovation, they bought the new property because I listened. I knew what they were looking for. So when I was looking at MLS and saw this beautiful home come up, I sent it to the clients and obviously provoked the sale.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. And and so and that how late? You know, what are you working to? What time do you stop working when you come in the office?
1: Well, well, I'm home with my boys every day at around three o'clock
0: three o'clock, you're home, boys come home. And then then you pick up the phone again after dinner, or do you just wait till the next morning?
1: Depending on how important the issue is, I usually wait until the next morning. If it's pretty pressing and we're on a timeline and I haven't resolved it, then we do need to work after dinner. I usually take my kids off to a a sporting event. My schedule is very regimented. I work you know, every other weekend. Cause my, my boys go with their dad and then Tuesday evenings and then Thursday until about six. And usually if you time manage and you do it properly, you can fit it all in within that time. That's been wow. my.
0: Okay. So, um, let me talk to you about the homemaker manager, the house manager that you have. What do they do? Tell me their schedule.
1: Well, I don't really have a house manager. I have a personal assistant.
0: Okay. So what does the personal assistant do?
1: So my personal assistant will do anything from put my kids in a summer camp to drop off brochures, take the lock boxes. Tomorrow we've walked a property. We have a drone going up to shoot a property where we are listing in Golden, Colorado. She'll go. She will FaceTime me if I cannot be there and know exactly what pictures I want, what I want the pictures to look like. She will work with the photographer, take still pictures, show them to me, if she is licensed as well, so if she has to go and show a property for me, she can do that as well. She is really my right hand man.
0: Okay. And so she does, she does personal things and business things for you.
1: Let me say she's my right hand woman.
0: <laughs> there you go. She's your right hand woman. And what are her hours?
1: Her hours vary. She's super flexible. When I brought her on, I made that very clear that the hours would be flexible. She works anywhere from
0: 20 to 40 hours a week. As a member of the rockstar nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox, or simply text toolbox to 444 That's toolbox to 444 And then you have someone sitting at the office that's just your business assistant, right?
1: Correct. She's a transaction manager. She's a transaction coordinator.
0: And she's there like nine to five. Correct. Okay. All right. So take me back, uh, Maria, to your first year in the business. How many houses did you sell?
1: I was actually rookie of the year the first year, but I
0: was- There you go. Me too. Rookie of the year. So 1988. So um, So how'd you get rookie of the year?
1: You know, it was, I don't remember, honestly, it was seriously 14, 15 years ago. The, pur- the turning point really in my career was after I took Larry's class into installation. Um, I had a three and a five-year-old. You know, I was, I was going through divorce. I had two small children. I was living in my mom's basement. Wow. Um, and and life was nothing what I had expected it to be.
0: Mm, I did- really? Mm.
1: Well, when I had made my list of things to do, being a single mom and raising kids in a broken family was not on that to do list.
0: Yeah, no, whose is it? You know, but so you I went have... from you went from living in the basement to rookie of the year to you know making two hundred and eighty thousand a year net. What um, so what? That's a great story. So how did you get out of the basement? Like what? What did you do to to you know get up and start selling houses?
1: So, okay, so Rookie of the Year really didn't happen. Then I got a divorce, and then I took the installation. And so the business goes up and down, up and down. Rookie of the Year wasn't that big of a deal. It was only like 12 deals.
0: That right.
1: Year. So, then, so then I did ninja an installation, and I remember taking that class in October, and by December, I had seven closing. What did I do? I did my daily tasks. I wake up every morning. I pray. I thank Jesus for everything every day. I write two gratitude cards. I get my kids off. I make my 10 phone calls. I work on the business. And then in the afternoon, I work in the business. So some people will say to me, well, how, what do I do to work in the business when I don't have a client? You can write a real estate review. You can email a client and say, I have, um, notice that this other house in your neighborhood went on the market. Here's what they sold for, and the Denver metro area market is very, very hot. It, you know, we have very low inventory, and we have seen an increase of a minimum 10% equity since about 2012. So anybody who sold a house really has equity, and some people are making me move buyers or sellers. They need the right time, the right price, the right location, what works best for them. And they don't know unless we disseminate that information to them.
0: Right. Absolutely. So how do you do that?
1: Well, like I was telling you, I do the real estate reviews. I I scour the MLS. I am in contact with my real estate
0: reviews. You know, define that for me.
1: Sure. A real estate review is something again by Larry Kendall. You take a house on one, two, three main street, and you look at what has happened in the last three to six months. And you inform the seller, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, look at what's happened in your neighborhood. Look at what the last five houses in your neighborhood have sold. Do you realize you have X amount of dollars of equity? You can take this equity with the rates being as low as they are, buy your move-up house or your dream house, and have an equal or similar payment. I put them in touch with the lender. I put them in, in, in and we just give them a review of what their house is currently you worth. You
0: just review it. You're just kind of giving them a a CMA and a review even though they didn't ask for it you're just calling them and and say hey time for your real estate review
1: correct proactively always staying in touch with them
0: and, and tell me what other things are involved in the in the the ninja implementation tell me explain that because you know people listening have no idea what what that is so like can you give can you give us a breakdown of, of of what it is. So they, they, if they're in Cleveland, Ohio or Baltimore, Maryland, and they're driving down the road, they're like, oh, let me try this Ninja, Ninja Ideas out from Maria.
1: So the Ninja Nine, they're Ninja Nine. And honestly, I can't remember what all nine of them. I will tell you, it's two gratitude cards, 10 phone calls, real estate reviews, staying in touch with your sphere, FaceTime. I really think that staying in constant contact with your sphere, letting them know that you're the expert, sending them news you can use. You know, I worked in TV ten years before I did real estate. People want to know how can you help me. Give them something that can prov- you that, that can provide value to them. Calling somebody out of the blue and letting them know what their house is worth is very beneficial and very helpful to to the buyer, the seller. It's letting them know. It's kind of like if if you got a call out of the blue from your insurance agent every year saying, hey, we've reviewed your plan, this is is what the best plan is, we've decided that this carrier might be better for you, save you this amount of money, maybe beneficial. Us as real estate, we are their real estate advisors. That's what the ninja system teaches you. There are nine different steps that you do. And honestly, I think if we only did two or three That For 60 to 90 days, that would make you so successful. It's just consistency on a daily basis. And the one thing that I've realized in 10 years of being a real estate agent is consistency. It's like going to the gym. You can't go to the gym once or twice and then just expect to be your perfect weight.
0: Right, right, right. You have to to do the ninja nine every single day pretty much right or i mean you have to do it for years and years and years it's a compound effect but if you do the ninja nine like you said if it's consistent if you're up every morning at the same time doing this before you're doing the ninja nine you know after you get to the office you're thinking ninja nine the next day you're thinking ninja nine it's the same thing if you're if you're looking to you know being a bodybuilding contest and you're doing Nine exercises or nineteen exercises or what every day for two years you're going to look great, right? It's the same thing with the Ninja Nine. If you do the Ninja Nine every day for two years, you're going to have a lot of money.
1: Absolutely. If you listen, if you only did it five days out of the week, let's just take our note cards for example. If you wrote two note cards a day, so people will say to me, "Well, what note cards do you write? Well, who do you know what to send what card to?" And I use the push pull. People want
0: push pull. What's that? Describe that.
1: Pool is you don't want to be pulling people towards you. And oh, do you want to buy a house? You want to buy a house? You want to? You don't want
0: to have commission breath.
1: Right. That's yeah. (laughs) I've never heard (laughs) that. You want to attract buyers and sellers.
0: How do you do that?
1: It'll happen. Number one, you change your mindset. Number two, your skill set. How do you do that? So let's talk about the note cards. Like we were saying, small dense. Two note cards every day would be ten a week. 40 a month. Personal written note cards. There are actually studies that show that these personal handwritten note cards, they're they're so personal. They they show the consumer that you really care. So this week I sent three note cards and there were three of my clients in my database that had kindergartners. And as a mother, I know what that's like, so I sent them a note card saying, "I hope all is well. I saw that your kindergartner just started school. I hope you have a wonderful school year. Um, hope all is well, Maria. It's staying in constant contact.
0: How, how did you know that they had kindergartners?
1: Facebook. Facebook is that push-pull.
0: Push-pull. Okay, so, so you basically stalked Facebook at, you know, for the kindergartners. You're just paying attention, paying attention, paying attention. Kindergartner, you write down the name. Kindergartner, you write down the name. Kindergartner, you, you write down the name, then you send them. And then what other things like that can you look for? when you're doing Ooh,
1: these notes. Pay, Facebook is pain or pleasure isn't it so anybody it might be a kindergartner it might be somebody who, it might be getting their masters i mean, facebook is look what i did look what i've accomplished or yeah oh my
0: sure my is body. yeah
1: so if you study Facebook, you actually can gather a lot of information and disseminate information. So another client of mine got her master's. I wrote her a note card: Congratulations on your master's. Another client of mine went through a divorce. I sent her a note: You know, I know what divorce is like. Hang in there. There is a great life after divorce. Everybody has a different story, a different journey, and a different point in their life. But usually, when they're disseminating it on there, they are that—that that is a form of validation. Look, look what I'm doing, and look what I haven't done. And it's a great place for us to gather information so we can disseminate our information based on, on and you're looking for change right
0: yeah i like that i like that facebook is pain pleasure you look for the pain you look for the pleasure and you just write a note to it correct as a member of the Rockstar nation you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999.
1: You know I want to go back to something something really quick you said to me. So what what happened? How did you get out of your mom's basement? Yes. I made I made a mental decision. Understand? I started from a bank-owned industry my husband literally left me in 2007. I got in real estate full time in 2009. And I walked into a bank owned broker here. He had all of Fannie Mae and I said, I want to be your buyer's agent. He's like, well, I'm not looking for a buyer's agent. And I'm like, well, you're one of those lucky people where things just happen. And <laughs> I convinced him to let me be his buyer's agent. I was able to get all the names, all the databases, and I was the broker who was taking clients out, looking at foreclosed homes. So, how do you go from a foreclosed home agent to being a luxury broker to, you know, Live Sotheby's International Realty? That's a big jump.
0: Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely.
1: We were selling houses at eighty, ninety thousand dollars. Now, you know, we're in the millions. It's it's a very different. So, what changed? My mindset changed. My belief mm. system changed. And if anybody is listening to this, at any point and, and I just did a big I was the guest speaker at uh, LaPage Realty in Toronto Canada and the number one thing that I stress to them is you can do anything you want as long as you believe it but that's so cl- cliche it's so overused but your mindset when you see it you can believe it. I had to actually start seeing myself visualizing myself and I pray to God. I give everything I have to God, honestly, and I, I incorporate that. Even when I was quoted in, in the book that Larry wrote, I said, well, I thank the ninja system, but I thank God first. So God, to me, you know, waking up every day, having the mindset of you really can do whatever you want to do, you have to know it first. You have to see it. And here's the deal. So many of us are out there and they're like, I don't know if I could sell that million dollar house. I remember my first couple years at Sotheby's. I'm like, I can't. These guys are selling 4 or 5 million dollar properties. My average price point was about 350,000. I had to really absorb the change in my mind first. Mindset was critical.
0: Mm. Yeah. And and how did you do that?
1: Well, sometimes you have to <laughs> you have to just make yourself believe it. You have yeah. to speak it. You know, I really would just become the best version of me. Every morning I get up get my, my boys they, they are my number one priority, so I'd get my boys ready, get them going, um, get ready and even if I didn't have a house to sell, I would go preview those higher end million dollar homes. Mm. so whenever it came up in conversation, I knew, oh yeah, that house is five million it has a. I I would I would have already seen it. So even though I didn't have a buyer for it, I had the knowledge and I was preparing I was putting, I was putting action in motion to manifest it.
0: Love it. Love it. Wow. Well, this, this, this Maria has been great. what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a, a list or I will put the Ninja nine and anything you could share with us about the Ninja nine. And I'm going to put it on hybendigital.com backslash Maria V hybendigital.com backslash Maria V as in Victor and put all Maria's information out there. If you want to reach out to her and tell her that uh, you appreciate her coming on here candidly and sharing Her soul on how she does what she does, amazing job that she does, uh, raising two kids and juggling everything, please do so. Uh, She would love it just as she sends out love to everybody every day uh, through the note cards on the Ninja Nines. Anyways, Maria, thanks for coming on. I I wish you the best. Best of luck with everything, and, and thanks for coming on Real Estate Rockstars.
1: Thank you so much. One last thing. Larry Kendall does have a book out called Ninja Selling. Great book. And the installation is worth it for what it's worth. Great book. And there's a book out there called e Work on your business, in your business. I think those are probably two of the best books I've read, being a small business owner.
0: Thank you. We'll definitely, we'll put links to both of those books on hybendigital.com backslash Maria V. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you for tuning into Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast, and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening, and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben, and keep rocking.